Welcome everyone to Wonder Woman in Business podcast episode number five. I am so excited today. I have someone on who's not only really like a major leader in women's empowerment and women's leadership, but we share the same birthday. So I'm even more excited. So randomly, go Scorpios. (laughs) Exact same birthday. (laughs) But anyway, so yes, I have Ivy Vanderveld. Did I say that correctly? Yes, yes. People call me Ingrid, but my close friends call me Ivy. So let's roll with Ivy. Ivy's a lot better. (laughs) So I have Ivy on today. This is episode number five. Just as a recap for those of you who have just started tuning into Wonder Woman in Business, what is it all about? Well, it's really all about women supporting other women. I'm really, that's the whole reason that I started this podcast. Uh, Whether you know me or don't know me, I have a media and marketing agency. I have a conference series. And what I found over the last, I don't know, five years I would look out into my audience and, and see more and more women because I think women are investing in themselves more. Women want to know more. Women want to be equipped to succeed. And it came to a point with me anyway where I said, you know what? The only way we're all going to succeed as a tribe is to kind of come together. So I have handpicked awesome women to be guests on my podcast to share their stories and also, I'm going to pick Ivy's brain a little bit, uh, Ingrid's brain a little bit on, uh, on uh, you know, what it took for her to succeed, besides being a Scorpio, of course. But, uh, you know, really, like, what are some bits of tips and advice that she can give you guys, whether you are female entrepreneurs or many of my clients are executives, Ingrid, that are in transition into something else. And they definitely need the keys to success, right? So I'll give you a little bit of background around Ivy because now we're friends. So that's what I'm going to call her. It's a lot easier, actually. <laughs> well, we've talked many times before. This is like the first time that we're like, me, you know, it's and, and Zoom's so great because it's like, it's almost like meeting in person. We're almost, it's so digital, but it's almost physical. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's amazing. So, um, so anyway, so Ivy is the chairman and CEO of Empowering a Billion Women by 2020. It's EBW 2020, right? Yeah. And uh, mint her. And, um, she was the first entrepreneur in residence for, at Dell. And she was also created and hosted CNBC's first primetime series, American Made. I'm um, reaching over 1 million viewers around the globe and is a Dell Women's Entrepreneur Network member. That's pretty major. Uh, she's the 2018 recipient of the Global Empowerment Award by the Global Business and Interfaith Peace Awards in partnership with the, with the UN. She's going to tell us all about this. I'm just reading something here. Um, but I'm thrilled to have you on, Ivy. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I just loved it. You know, I actually, before we started filming, I have a cape that someone gave me. And we now give oh. capes out. And I was like, where's my cape? But I'm getting ready to get on a plane, and I couldn't find my cape quickly. Otherwise, I would be wearing my cape. I oh. love what you're doing. It's amazing. Thank you. It's all about superheroes. So Right, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, your bio is chock full of just major achievements and, you know, things that you've done really to help women entrepreneurs, which, you know, that's why I have you on today. So I can't really say enough about you. So what I'd love for you to do is tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are. And I think really important for entrepreneurs and executives in transition is what major decisions did you make? Because I find that that's an important piece for entrepreneurs to understand when to have certainty to go down certain paths 
to get them to their end result. You know oh what I mean? Gosh. So you, can you just talk a little bit about how you got here and some decisions that you made that you thought were critical? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I love what you just said too, because there, you know, I think that at, at the end of the day, all of us have a dream and desire to follow that call that we, we all have inside of us, whether we're an entrepreneur, an innovator, an intrapreneur, you know, <laughs> somebody working inside a corporation, or maybe you're somebody that's just, uh, when I say you, I'm talking to our viewers here, but somebody right. that might have lost a job. I see that a lot internationally, actually, where women, especially over 50, lose their jobs, forced into entrepreneurship. Yeah. And, and they're like, you know, you feel like you're at the bottom of the barrel and and you're like, from that place, I know there's something I really want to do, but how do I get from where I am today to where I really want to be? And there is an art and a science to it. And so I'm really excited to get into that with you today um, to even provide some some tips and things that I've learned and that I've seen with women all over the world to, to get from where we are to where we want to go. Uh, but where I will start yeah. and why this matters so much to me is um, I actually grew up thinking I'd be a missionary. And at wow. the age of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, my brothers used to make fun of me because I love putting on makeup and all this stuff. And as a kid, they'd be like, what are you going to teach other women how to put on makeup? And they made a joke of it. It's boys are boys. But I uh, two, wait, I was, how many brothers? Yeah. Two. Me I, too. Wait, do you have a sister? Ivy, are we like, are we related? I know. Maybe <laughs> we're related. <laughs> no, I don't have a sister, but I want one. How's that? Oh, well, there you go. We can be like soul sisters from soul a different sister. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I have an older brother than me, younger brother, younger sister. Nice family. Yeah, they're amazing. Thank yeah. you. They, uh, so when I was four, uh, I really felt that I would be spending the rest of my life. I didn't know what it would look like, but serving women and girls around the world. I, I at the age of four, knew this. And then as I got older and Really, you know, I was, was like trying to beat all the other kids in school selling the candy bars. I oh, wanted yeah. to be number one. Yeah, we all did it, right? We all, well, we meaning women like us and women that are listening to us today. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and women are like, really, really, you know, like, yes, it's so much fun doing yeah. those candy bars, the lemonade stand. And long story short, as I got older and became an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. uh, I realized that I enjoyed capitalism and what it afforded in terms of being able to create opportunity for myself, my family, the community, ultimately the world. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't after the whole experience of what I always say to every entrepreneur, starting, growing, and scaling a business, whether you're a woman, man, black, white, red, green, yellow, whatever, is hard for all of us. But yeah. for women, there's a very distinct set of challenges. I was, for example, told, I don't look like, act like, sound like, or talk like any of the mm -hmm. entrepreneurs that received funding. I will never get funded. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've, I just, we all have our stories. But yeah. a few years ago in 2011, many years ago now, um, I was called to go down this journey. I had just been part of the sale of two companies. I was CEO of one and executive at another. And I was praying, you know, what does all of this mean? What am I supposed to do now? Yeah. And it just became very clear to me that it was time to take everything that I had learned in different industries, what worked, but probably more importantly, what didn't work and how to overcome all of that to build a system to help women start, grow, and scale their businesses. Mm -hmm. So that's that's how I got here. Love um, it. And I would say, you know, in terms of kind of getting right to the bottom of for anyone listening, when you think about uh, what sort of nugget of, of 
can take away can we even take even if you're watching a little bit of this hopefully you watch the whole thing but when you know there's something you want to do yeah. as i said before there really is an art and a science to getting there the art is really how do i pull this out of of myself like what is it that That's clarifying the creative piece mm-hmm. the creative piece right, right. Mm-hmm. and there's a creative piece if we're not having fun with all of this then what's the point agreed <laughs> And then there is a success system. There is a system to get from wherever it is that you are to where it is that you want to be. And those things include things like the number one piece of advice I always tell everybody, and I know you know this is why you're doing this podcast, is providing virtual mentorship. So get a mentor. You know, get a mentor, get yourself into a community of people, of like-minded thinkers, get a system that shows you how to get from point A to point B. Make sure that you are gaining the business knowledge, but also the financial knowledge. If we if we don't have the financial knowledge to scale our businesses, then that is 74 to 94% of all small businesses fail because of lack of financial literacy. So absolutely. That's important did you, too. So did you see my pick for the wonder woman in business, um, book list, which I just started this weekend. The vocalist. No, the book list. We have a, we oh, have the a book, book list. Cause I was like, you sing too. I remember that. I do. So sing, I was like, yes. It could have been a vocalist. No, that'll be for the next episode. But anyway, no, um, so, um, Women in Wealth. It's a brand new book, uh, that just came out. And my yes. friend over at Charles Schwab, I was sick. I was in a book club and they were reading these fiction books. It has nothing to do with me. So I said, I need to find, just like you were talking about, women who have been there, done that, moving forward, could possibly be mentors. And I did stumble upon one and she said, you know what? First thing you gotta do is become really financially literate. So she gave me this book to read. I read like half of it yesterday and I think every woman should read it and others agree. Financial literacy is the key to our success. It's going to give us the weapon, right? To move forward. So I love it. Talk a little bit more about like what you do in terms of helping women around financial literacy, around funding. I read some of that in your bio over the weekend. Um, yeah. talk about that a little bit. Mint her. Tell us about that. Yeah, sure. And thank you. Uh, well, it's really interesting because, you know, women will say that the number one thing that holds them back from starting, growing, or scaling a business is lack of access to capital. Mm-hmm. And so when I first started down this journey of empowering a billion women in 2011, I knew I needed a, it, we were only going to reach the billion women through a technology platform. Right. Very short of the long story, I teamed up with Michael Dell and his executive teams and became the entrepreneur in residence at Dell, overseeing entrepreneurial initiatives globally for the business. Oh. But with a core piece of that being, let's reach the women. And that gave me the model, if you will, of the work that we do today here at EBW. But when I left Dell to start EBW on its own two feet, and by the way, in the last year that, that Dell and I worked together, we reached over 600 million people in one year alone. It was amazing. Wow, that Absolutely. is amazing. And what it's did that incredible. look like? What did that look like? Because, you know, you and I are just kind of meeting. Was that physical, digital, both? What did it look like? Yeah, it was the combination of all that. And it's a great question because it's soft and hard numbers. So yeah. through our media impact through, I mean, I spent over 90% of my time on the road uh, mm-hmm. giving speeches around the globe. So I'd be speaking to, it might be a small audience. It might be, you know, 5,000 people, yeah. what, whatever that was. But between that combination and all of the media outreach and the social media impact, that's how we reached the uh, 600 million uh, number. But it was it was quite extraordinary. And 
when I left, uh, I teamed back up with Dell again and said, well, now let's go solve the number one issue that women say starts growth you know, keeps them from building their business. Yeah. And that was, so we launched a hundred million dollar fund together. Um, oh, okay. Created by and yeah. for women entrepreneurs. But for the next three months, not a single woman applied. The so, men it was, so just question. So, so that is basically a VC firm for women, by, by women, for women, like a pool, just yep. so everybody understands. Sure, sure. So that fund was actually a lending program. So uh, we also had equity investors complementing that as well. But the hundred million was actually a lending program. And so, yeah, manage, yeah, lots of different ways to provide the financing. But what happened in that moment, I, I actually really uh, struggled with it because I thought, oh my gosh, you know, I've just given up this wonderful opportunity. I had a lot of corporations that were recruiting me and, yeah. no, and my answer was no, no, no. I've got, now I've got to build EBW on its own two feet, but then the women weren't showing up. Mm-hmm. And as I said to my lead investor, I'll never forget saying to him, if we can solve what's actually underneath the fact that the women aren't even showing up in the first place after yeah. they say, this is what they want. Then we've created an extraordinary opportunity to change the landscape, change the game for all women. Because like I said before, less than 1.4% of women, they ever get over the million dollar mark. Maybe I didn't say that. Less than 4% yeah, but, but of women. That's an important have- stat. That's a very, because very important. So for example, I, I, I love what you're doing. I feel like this is just the beginning of our relationship, how we're going to support women together. Um, so this week, unfortunately, you're going to be, I don't know where you're flying to, but but um, New York and Paris. All right. Well, if you happen to be here, you probably won't be here, but t- Tuesday evening, um, I'm working with JP Morgan to help them put together some women's initiatives internally. So we're That's doing, awesome. it is awesome. But my point is like, it's about time. You know, the companies did things for women to, to hear their voice and to get women to show up. I think, that's such an important thing. They say they want something. They actually need to take the action because the support is here, you know? Right. And and the companies are, you know, the, the corporations are trying to find us. I mean, if you look at what gives companies like Dell, for example, gives this competitive edge, it's really those corporations that roll up their sleeves, tap in, and find the innovators that, that are coming out of the women in diverse communities because so often we've had to, just factually, we've had to do things different. We've had to think about things differently. We're yeah. always innovating. And so when you match us up with a large corporation that's willing, able, ready, and prepared to put some resources behind that, it's extraordinary what can happen. And so what I'm really, really excited about, we, we put the, the fund on pause and said, let's build a business school. We call okay. it the one club and then EBW business school Academy. We have start, grow and scale tracks along with our financial software, Mint Her. For the first time, I mean, literally the timing of this is so perfect because we've just opened up the start track. It's, it's the value of it's almost $5,000 to get into it. We've just opened it up free for any woman that is willing, able, and ready to step in, take charge of her life, take charge of where she wants to go and get in there. Because we realized again that for all these women that were starting to become members of the EBW community, we were hearing 
a lot of women say, oh, I can't afford it or I don't have. Right. Yes. Because of the situation that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. And it's like, if we want to help women get over that million dollar market, grow and scale businesses, we've got to do something that, that gives the education and access and knowledge they need to get started in the first place. So we're so proud to provide a free education for everyone who's registered and willing to do the work. I it's love just, it. So they registered at EBW 2020. Is that how they get started? Yeah. Well, I'll be signing up. <laughs> Yay! And of course, all of my audience. But, um, you know, that just reminded me of, so I've done so much speaking and talking to women's groups and I have a conference and all that jazz. But I remember, I don't know if you've filled out, if you have, um, you know, your women certified course, but doing the women's president organization is how I became women certified. And I remember this like 75 page application. And, and I remember the biggest sticky point was, you know, are you a million, $2 million company? And I actually, I swear this was like in 2009 or so. I've had my business for so long, but I remember looking at it and thinking, geez, you know, how many women owned businesses can say that they do have this? Because I was working with a lot of female CEOs that were just south of that, you know, really having a very hard struggle to get to the next step. And I think what you're doing is on It's fantastic. You know, thank you. Really? Oh my gosh. It, it's what I think it's the, these hurdles. And I think all of us, all of us in powers of influence around women can help each other. So I, I love what you're doing. You know, it's just, it's really what think, we need. We're to, you know, I, I thank you so much for saying that Jasmine. Cause I think, like you said, it takes all of us pulling together. And, yeah. and I always say in, in speeches that I give that, Wherever you are, you know, whether you've gone over like we have over this million dollar mark or uh, you're just starting out, like we all have something that we can give back to others mm. and we owe it to one another as women to support one another and help all ships rise. Because again, and I get exactly what you're saying. It's such a small percentage of women that ever get over that million dollar mark. And we're now in a place and in a time in our history where there's no better time than now to actually help change those ratios because like you said there are companies like jp morgan and dell and all of those who are trying to actually find us trying they're trying i mean it's funny how you know in life negative situations turn things into positive situations you know what i mean like the whole me too movement and all of that what spiraled out of that is interest and support in in women in business right absolutely And and it was like very timely with this podcast so I think, I think this is all personally happening for a reason. And I think that women should be not be embarrassed or ashamed to take advantage. Like you said, capitalism. Yes, it's important to not be ashamed to take advantage of funding opportunities or growth, coaching and mentorship. Super important. Absolutely. So, um, well, you know, there's, I, I have this quote on uh, one of my Facebook pages yeah. from Mother Teresa that well, says, it takes a checkbook to change the world. Oh. And it's like, you know, it's, it's just, it changes the ball game it when you can show up, show up and write your own check. And, you know, from that place, I mean, I've, I've seen it in my own experience when I'm able to show up, I mean, just like EBW and say, I've invested my money. My husband's invested his money into making this opportunity possible so that we can help empower other women to do the same. Join us in this mission, in this cause. Yeah. And it's, it's such a, much it it just is a powerful place to be able to stand in to encourage other people to join you to do the same whether you can 
put 25 cents in or 25,000 in or, yeah. you know, two and a half million and whatever it is, it's just a different, different place. So, yeah. So yeah. tell us a little bit about, like you mentioned community. And so tell, tell me a little bit about the community that you, you know, that you've built and what does it look like in terms of how you and your team support that community? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, the community, it was so interesting because the community was actually birthed by the community. So mm -hmm. when after that $100 million, uh, you know, we had to put that to the side and I started figuring out how do we build an educational platform to help women uh, get the access knowledge confidence to even show up to believe and know that they can tap into this financing. So I set out to build an e-learning platform that then I would add in all the financial literacy and the funding it to again. And we hosted an event. I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. The women came together and out of that, and it was so fun because my whole career has been working mostly with guys. And then it dealt with, yeah, right. I'm from IBM. So I it's get it. Totally different ball game, right? Completely different. Yeah. So it's like working with the guys and the men and women, and then now working primarily with women, it was just a totally different thing. And, and the women were coming together and saying, we love this so much. And they started putting their own meetups together. And out of that, oh, it, yeah. birthed, wow. it birthed our chapter network. And so now we've got 36 chapters around the world. Uh, and we're, we're actually looking at, how to support those chapters even better, what oh. shifts we want to make, what what opportunities we want to make so that women can take what they're learning inside the classes and then come together in person and just support one another. So my team and I, we really focus on how um, our big thing was creating a scalable way to provide the mentorship and the support in the community to serve women around the globe. And so we do that offline in the events and chapters. Yep. Uh, and we do that online in the virtual community and the groups that we have together there. And right. so that's, that's how we do it. And, um, and it's just awesome. And you know, cause you've got your own community. I mean, I do, I have, they're different. I mean, I need my coaching from you on finance, but, uh, but <laughs> my goal is to be extremely literate. It's my goal this year. Um, Girl, and, and I don't know if we said this earlier, and the only reason I'm saying that is because, as I said, I have a little bit of a head cold, and I just came out of filming a bunch of classes, financial classes, so I was just doing those. But I, I don't know if I mentioned, but I only know this stuff because of being broken homeless and losing everything after I, making millions of dollars. Ivy, I could, believe me, I've lived in every bad neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you're an entrepreneur, these things happen. You got to rebound, but you know, what's something that I've realized and, and in talking to you, I think it's, I've realized it in your story and something I think the audience needs to hear is you talked about the organic development of the community, right? And, and in being an entrepreneur, I think you have to be very aware of when organic development of any of anything that you're selling or providing happens. Because to go back to what I was asking you before, how do you help them get on the right path? I think that that's one thing that, I mean, I certainly coach my clients about, which is finding the focus, finding the focus that's going to work, but based on some demand, right? And I think with, with what we're doing with women, it's, it's becoming organic because there is a need. And I think women need to look out for whatever they're doing with their business, whether they are starting, they're an entrepreneur in a corporation. Like I had Meg Sullivan on last week. Um, 
She's a partner in a law firm, Paul Hastings. So she's an entrepreneur, really building up their women's leadership programs, or they're an entrepreneur. They certainly need to see kind of what's going on. So um, have there been points where you've had to make decisions around going one way or the other with the platform, with the courses, with the course development, with, oh, am I going to, because I know all about it, like spending money to make things work. So, you know, in terms of what chapters you're going to open, I mean, there's so many decisions. So can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. I mean, uh, in fact, one of the hardest decisions, and we just made it part of opening up uh, the academy, the start part for free, is, um, you know, after just looking at the growth of it and looking at the need that women have to just get started and uh, you know, part of even starting all of this in the first place as well was it was becoming so painful for me to physically painful for me to go and make a speech that I know inspired and activated the audience. And then people would line up for hours and say, would you mind taking a phone call? Could you mentor me? And there's, and I would love to, there's just, you know, so many hours in the I mean, day. Time. Sure. Right. And it was how do we create a system that provides the mentorship that's needed that I wish I would have had. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, on the one hand, toughest decisions, because it was a bit scary, but most amazing, uh, and I'm just walking in faith on this one, decisions is the one that we just made that that is opening today, which is access to our free business school. That mm-hmm. has been at the core of our revenue stream. And it is charging memberships for that. And we looked at that and said, you know, wait a minute. There is a distinct difference between women who really, really, really want and need the help and are willing to do the work, but there's no getting around the fact that the money's just not there to pay the membership fee. And if we could just get the education to them where they could start learning, oh my gosh, if I do this and this and this, their revenue starts growing. And once they have revenue, then we could say, okay, if you want to take it to the next level, then start paying a fee, right? But that- Yeah, I mean, I'm a hundred, I'm the biggest believer in trials, Ivy, you have no idea. Otherwise, oh my gosh. People can't under, can if they can't experience something, then they're not going to necessarily see the value. Even if you're the best advisor on finances in the universe, you know, if, unless they can feel it, taste it, see it for themselves, it's going to, and like you said, you know, it's going to help them grow. So yeah. it makes Absolutely. perfect sense. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I just completely agree with you on well, that. I, I really, I really, appreciate we we've offered in the past we've offered you know for example like access to a free class or yeah right trial or or whatever and uh you know a lot of people have signed up for that but even taking that next step and i know and you know too because again in those moments when it's like i just need some help but i really i just don't even have you know, I'm not sure how I'm going to make my rent this much, oh. much less pay the membership fee to get in. Yeah. So, well, you know, we've taken the body of work of three years with approved faculty every single month, month after month after month after month. I love teaching it. Teaching all those classes and just said, okay, 
we're opening up for free and we are going to trust that, you know, we do the right thing there. And when women are getting the value and they're building financially and they now want to ramp it up and go into our grow class where we specifically focus on getting over that million dollar mark. And then there's the scale class, which is you want to tap into the multi-billion dollars worth of contracting out there through the corporates and government right, available. Right. Yep. Like, great. But let's get you there first. Right. So, they have to be there first. I mean, a large company is not going to take them into consideration. I know this from my own business. Like the it's so scary. of the world. It's, they're not, you have to be stable first. They know you have a team and then they know, you know, the criteria. So exactly. I mean, exactly. That, but thank that. you for saying that. Even the reassurance, because I tell you when you've got investors on board is, is you, I don't know. Oh, if you, micromanagement as well. Right. And you go, okay, I'm just going to chop off this revenue stream. We're going to make it free now. You know, that's one of those things from an investor standpoint that they look at and they're like, oh, the my numbers God. people. Well, yeah, they have to see the longevity. But you know what's interesting? I would make this analogy. So I don't know, and I'm sure you're involved with many women's groups and organizations, but I'll just make this interesting analogy. So I, you know, I've, I'm a speaker for many organizations, but I'm a member of maybe three. The reason why is because I think membership in any organization or involvement in any community, if it's all about the dollars and cents of the membership, you're not going to get the most involvement, the most volunteerism, the most impact. And I'll just give you a quick example. So I'm in this um, organization called Women in, uh, Women in Real Estate. Uh, it's Women in Real Estate Executives in New York. So anyway, it's a small group. We're like 25 of us. But I swear I've been in that group for maybe just nine months or something. And I tell you that it is the most supportive group. So many things have moved forward in my business because of my relationships through that group. Because it's honestly like a no-cost group and we just help each other. But we're qualified people, right? And I think what you said about mentorship and getting involved in communities and, you know, volunteering in chapters, maybe one of your chapters, you know, I think these are things that if women can have the access and involvement to those things, first of all, they're not alone, in their quest for success. And then I think secondarily, they're making an impact, which would then inspire them to grow, right? I mean, I don't know what you think about that, but this is what I see, my little hole here in New York. Like, this is exactly what I see. Oh, I, I, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And, you know, whether it's in New York or I'm sitting in Austin, Texas at the moment, or when yeah. I, you know, I'm on the road uh, globally as I do do a lot of global travel to be with women in communities around the world. We all have the same desires and, and it boils down to we want to know we're living a life of value that has an impact mm. that where we have a place. I don't have my own kids. And, and I always say, my husband and I say, you know, uh, God, God called me to do this vision for a reason because I'm going to be working my tail off and have kids all over the world, if you will. Uh, but it's this whole idea of supporting one another to believe that, you know, um, it is, it's, it's okay to do what we love to do and create opportunity out, out of that and have financial freedom, security, and ultimately generate wealth to impact other people. And it's, um, and it's important. These groups are so, so important. This is still, uh, you know, again, I mentioned before, but just from a fact standpoint, an historic standpoint, we're in a time in history like we've never been before. Absolutely. 
And there's not a better time than now for women to elevate to our fullest potential. The world of support is around us, but knowing that you've locked arms with like-minded women who are there to authentically help you succeed is huge. We all need that because it's scary. It's scary to be like, I'm going to open up what's been our, you know, as an entrepreneur, what's been our primary revenue stream. It's free now. You know, oh I've done, it's funny yeah. cause with my digital academy, I've done the same thing at this point. Because I realize, again, it goes back to the fact, well, first of all, there's a, I've been involved with every huge up and down boom and shift in the digital marketing for the last 20 years. And, and especially in the online learning space, I mean, the value has, the, va- the cost value has gone down. I don't know how to put this in financial terms, but, um, but the importance of it is still very high. So I felt just like you with some of my courses, which honestly, I belabored my butt off days and nights building these core days and nights and so much work and effort and team. But at the end of the day, you know, it's something that people, people need, you know? So once they see the value and once they grow, I, I agree with you, you know, in terms of the startup needs some legs to get moving. And then once they're moving, then if they want to hire you or pay for your membership, They'll see the value and they'll grow. So besides your platform and your membership, what are some like tactical tips and advice, maybe three or five or whatever that you want to give? Let's say the women entrepreneur that is, so I deal with a lot of different entrepreneurs from uh, musicians to artists, filmmakers to heads of major companies that go off and do some technology startup. So what, what's kind of some practical advice you could give any of these entrepreneurs where to help them with getting some certainty around their creating their systems and creating their potential financial path? Anything like very specific that you could give? Yeah, I'll actually share something that a colleague of mine from the UN just shared with me even a week ago. We were working on a deal and he says to me, he said, Ivy, focus goes where the cash flows. And, and it's something that we know, but it really stuck in my mind again, because whether you are the musician, I get that. I went to art school and earned an architecture degree. And then, you know, I've worked Mm -hmm. with the corporates too. So that whole sort of right brain, left brain thing, entrepreneur to big corporate to government, I get that. And what binds us all together whether you're the mega corporate government official or the entrepreneur, musician, whatever, um, if you really think about, okay, so you've got your idea or you're trying to figure out, if you will, what that idea is. Okay, mm-hmm. The first thing is, what is it that you really want to do? Um, excuse me, I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm, it's, it's the summer here and I've got a summer cold. Yeah, that's the so, worst. Me. I feel like <laughs> really. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, if you hear my sniffling. But the first thing is really getting clear on the vision of what is inspiring you to move forward because getting clear on that first is so critically important because whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or brand new or you're the musician or whatever or you're the entrepreneur, you're going to fight against 99% of the people around you, including your loved ones. Oh, that are going hello. To, yeah, hello, right? <laughs> word, hello. word, that are going to be like, this is ridiculous. This is silly. It's never going to happen. You are going to get thrown daggers 24-7 every day until, and, and even after the moment that you've actually achieved your dreams. So being real clear on it 
is and your why that whole Simon Simon Sinek, Sinek you know, right. the whys start with why that's going to be the fuel that helps you uh, navigate past all the nose but right on the heels of a very clear vision a very clear why because that's going to be the passion fuel that gears you through everything mm. the third thing is getting very clear on what is the business value and this goes for you whether you are running a nonprofit or a for-profit kind of initiative mm. because again I can promise you if you're running an organization and everybody's kumbaya yay we're all mission that's going to grow and, and have a life of its own. But yeah, if you're here true. to build something sustainable for the future mm -hmm. that people are really invested in, mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. And this is kind of the real talk that we do here at EBW in, these, in the business school is women will say we're here for mission and purpose and all that. But at the end of the day, everybody's got to put food on their table. Oh, and I say every, every keynote, every speech that I do – that's what I talk about. That's it, right? At the end of the day, you got to put food on the table and it is about money. But, but I love what you said about, about mission because without that, it's kind of, it's hollow. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And, and especially for women, we can. Because women aren't hollow. <laughs> yeah. 90% of why we do anything, yeah. anything, women, the stats are because 90% of what we earn, whether it's two pennies or a bajillion dollars, we reinvest it into our families, communities, ultimately the world, we're all about impact and we can smell fake a mile away. So one of the things we have a financial advisor class, and this is actually really interesting because we're now trying to train certified financial advisors. We're not certifying them as advisors. That is not our business, mm -hmm. but a lot of them are really struggling to sell into the fastest growing segment, which is women and diverse leaders. And part of why they're struggling is because mark my words, they are all trained to to appear as the expert, oh, we it. know finance. I wrote a and song about them, Ivy. I got to hear this song. So my, it's on my same you YouTube You get what channel. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I deal with I, most of my clients are finance and fintech or audiences. And I, I just grab them by the neck and I, I tell them, stop saying the same thing. You know, yes. you're not getting through to anyone in that way. You Right? So, I, so I'm yeah. sorry, but I really, Yeah. So what are you doing with them again? Sorry, say, say what you were saying. No, it's, 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 I'm so appreciative. I'm like, because this is something that we really need to tackle together because yeah. um, truly, you know, and, and it's been this aha moment, but it's almost like it's your mess is your message. And financial advisors, like if you think about women, if you try to talk finance and money to women head on, we're going to Heisman you. We, it's money. It's, you're trying to sell me something like yeah. I, you're not going to break through. Yeah. And the fastest way to break through is for a financial advisor to be like, well, this is the crap storm that I went through. And this is the thing that I've learned. And this is what inspired me to be a financial advisor. And that even that one thing, your message, your message, that is the one thing that the majority of them are taught not to do. Because they're supposed to be the expert. And I was like, that's going to work great in the dude world and especially the white dude world. God love you. And I always say we're I never going to elevate if we're not collaborating with the guys. But that is a always. totally different ball game than working with women. And so mm -hmm. it's things like this that we're teaching. But it's, it's that's why it's so important for all of us to come together because there's – 
we're, we're, the, the world is transforming. Our global economy is transforming. Our economy is beginning, you know, where women are already con- controlling the global wallet spend. We're controlling the United States wallet spend. And it's like, if you really want to break through and empower women to not just spend money on their families and, but really invest in themselves to create jobs and opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the stuff we need to know. Absolutely. It's about us creating jobs and us having getting some attention as business owners, right? Around the impact that we're having. And I, I really think that women, we just have such an opportunity to do it because we want, we want to do it. Right. I think that women are, are thirsting to make things happen. And like, so um, this week I have a, a, a top woman from JP Morgan who said to me, so I'm in an all women's co-working space. Right. And the elevator's broken, so I have to climb four floors. <laughs> and uh, it's very funny. So she said she wants to get together with me. We're going to have a little conversation. And, and I said, oh, let's go to a coffee shop. And she said, no, I want to come to your space because it's all women. I don't care if, the, if I have to climb the floors. I was like, oh, wow. You know, this is what I mean. Women really do want to support each other. They want to come together. And and I think it's platforms like yours and 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 being yours open. And- right? Being, yeah. op- being open to actually... And why I started this podcast, instead of me hearing about the Me Too movement and all these things, I was over it. And I said, I want to see, because I'm an action person. So I want Wonder Woman, you know, so I want to see some action, women actually taking action and giving back. Um, so, so I think that's my two more questions. I, I want to know about giving back. What do you do in your organization? Whether I don't care if it's small. It doesn't matter to me. But like, do you do anything personally or through your organization to give back? Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, that's, that's really at the core of all of the work that we do. I mean, you know, my husband and I, we have a nice life, but as I say to the world, I'm like, um, all of this, like I am obsessed over making a ton of money and helping other women make a ton of money. And the obsession for this is so that I can invest and give back more and more. We don't need a lot of stuff. We have a nice house. We drive our cars. You know, we don't have this extravagant life. So it's all about making more to give more. So everything is all about the impact of giving. So we have the EBW Foundation, which really focuses on helping women in developing countries around the world oh. gain access to the training and the tools that they need to be financially literate and right. uh, become entrepreneurs as well. The The step that we just took to open up our what has been our primary revenue stream, open that up for free. I'm so just proud of our team and the support that we've had behind that. Um, in terms of, you know, investing in uh, in initiatives that make a difference in our communities, doing work at the UN. Uh, if somebody calls and says, you know, will you come and MC my 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 initiative? I just did back on my feet, which takes homeless people uh, and puts them into a community where they have to meet at five o'clock in the morning and run because the premise is if they will come consistently at five in the morning, they give them a pair of running shoes. Okay. And that's they'll show up. Yeah. You got to have a pair of running shoes. Like what are they running in? <laughs> yes. Or so give them a pair of running so. shoes. And yeah. from there they start teaching them business um, skills really? and it's organizations like that. Just yesterday, you know, it was, uh, um, or I shouldn't say yesterday over this weekend, um, I got a call and one of the women in our EBW tribe, this amazing small business owner, she has soul popped popcorn. It's soul inspired, like chicken and waffles and, uh, bread pudding popcorn. It's delicious. I know. I and love the, popcorn. Oh my God. You will love it. I, I mean, it's amazing. 
Go ahead. <laughs> she's a brand new small business. Yeah. She's hand popping popcorn, hand stuffing her bags, all this stuff. Country Music Awards calls her wow. last week. Yes. And says, we want to serve your popcorn. They found her. So Nashville found her in wow. Austin. Put an order in for 1,600 bags. Wow. That's the best is, story. It's amazing. Honestly. So she put out the SOS. And there I was yesterday, uh, not yesterday, this weekend, you know, stuffing bags, wrapping bags. like, And I was like, you know, this is awesome. It I is get paid awesome. $25,000. Thank you, dear Lord. It helps pay for all this stuff. But $25,000 for an yeah. hour speech. And when somebody calls and said, will you come and stuff bags for me to help me meet my goal? Like, it's those kinds of things. It's like, of course I will. Will you come MC this thing to help us raise more money for our nonprofit? Of course I will. Will you open up your EBW Start Academy so that women who can't afford to get in can get in there? Absolutely. Everything yeah. we do is... Is coming from that missionary place. So I'm obviously very passionate about it. <laughs> but tying it to that financial literacy is just key because I'm not about a handout. I'm about a hand no. up. And that hand is up. so important. Lifting people up, right? Absolutely. Handout doesn't do anything except get people running back to you for more handouts. Right. It's, you know. It doesn't work. It, they, it, but the thing is they have to be interested and inspired to get the hand up. Right. Exactly. I mean, I just see it with all my work. Um, so I, I love it. I okay, bet you so do. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's true. I just have a quick story. So I was doing, I used to run this breakfast series, digital marketing education breakfast series out of my own pocket. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. But the reason that I did it was kind of what you're talking about in terms of getting small businesses kind of on board and helping them understand and getting them to actually network with each other. But there was this one, uh, just my favorite story. So there was this one time I was doing this. And this gentleman, he used to come to every one of my breakfasts and he would eat a lot. <laughs> and he, uh, he fell asleep and he was in the front row. So I kicked his foot and I said, basically get out because you know what? He was not, he was my purpose and my mission is to help people to grow. And I saw that he was just there for a handout. And I just, I think if anyone gives their time, like mentoring, I'm a huge believer in us finding female mentors. Yes. Give you their time, send them a thank you card, take them out to coffee. You know, don't take it for granted. If you get access to your academy or access to my academy, don't take it for granted. Do something with it. Right. Because yeah. it's the only way we're going to grow instead of selfishly taking something. So I, I love your mission. I think that you. well, you're women, too. more women need to have that mission, you know, and really take action. So, so now, so, Last question is how can people, I know that you're flying all around the world, but um, <laughs> so how can people get in touch with you? How can they, again, um, if you don't mind reiterating, get, you know, learn about the Academy and what you're doing there. Thank you so much for asking. So I really, I invite people to come to ebw2020.com and, and thank you so much, Jasmine, for making this possible and just locking arms and coming together because it, again, it really takes all of us, you know, just collaborating together to get these resources out. And you talk about mentorship and I just want to sort of put a cherry on top of that of saying, you know, 80% of women will also say, they, if they had a mentor, that that would, that would help them move forward. Yeah. The challenge is, is that 80% of those women want to be mentored by another woman. And, mm-hmm. and that's the challenge is, again, so few of us have elevated to the levels of where 
where a lot of us, when I first started out, wanted to go. And that's where it's so important for each one of us to just look at how can I help somebody else? How can I mentor another woman and teach her some of the things that I learned so that when she hits the bump in the road, she's going to go through it, but she's going to get out of it. Next time she's going to see it and kind of go around it and be able to, to grow and scale. And so just Thank you for this, and thank you for the opportunity to just, again, share more of what we're doing here. And now it's here. This is so fun that being on your show is this is the first day that we are announcing that the EBW Start Academy is going to be, the Business School Start Academy is going to be open up for free. So uh, they can find that at ebw2020.com. And then listed in there are all the other programs. So all of the uh, mentorship programs around financial literacy, that software is called Mint Her. So your mobile money mentor, they can it. find everything in there. It's easy to find and really, you know, just search around and find where are you at? And there is something, whether you are just starting, whether you are growing and trying to get over that million dollar mark or for a very small number of you, and we want to change that, who are about to get over and or are over that million dollar mark and want to go to build that, you know, just $10 million plus venture. One um, billion. Yeah. One billion. This is on my wall. <laughs> Good. Well, pl actually, seriously. Uh, we seriously, Ivy, it's been on my wall for 14 years, and I'm never taking it. It's just a dollar, my first dollar I made. So I took a Sharpie, and I wrote $1 billion, and it's still there. Because I believe anybody can do it. If you have enough drive and you have the right, like you said, mentors, and you have the right people around you, we can make it happen. Right. Well, in that scale academy, absolutely. And in that scale academy, so part of making all of this an EBW, uh, as automated, scalable and be able to grow through the chapters yeah. as possible. It's so that, so my attention now is bringing together the people and those resources. So we have a fund and a, and a, uh, and a goal to allocate out a billion dollars worth of contracts and capital. So there are people in that scale category who will tell you the story of going from being a bank teller, a bank executive to being tapped by one of the largest energy companies who says, you know, I'm going to give this billion dollar contract to you because I know you know the numbers and we're going to surround you with great people to help you make sure it's success. That person has a multi, has multi-billion dollar businesses now or the story of Rosa Santana who had no idea how to manufacture truck beds. Toyota calls her up and says, we like you. We know you are financially literate. We want to give you the contract to build the truck beds for us. She now has a hundred million dollar plus venture. Wow. Those are the kinds of people and stories that she can gain access to. So let's keep working together and Absolutely. together getting that information and access, access to capital contracts will rise and we'll make it happen and get that billion dollars out. I love it. I love it. Yes. Thank you so much for being on. And I think, you know, our next step is, I think a couple of things. One, when you are in New York and have time, we should do something over at Luminary, my all women's co-working space. They would love it. The two of us, amazing. And then, uh, yeah, I think, you know, your, your academy and opening that up, I'm going to share that with my audience on my sites as well, on my digital academy site, because I think that women really, this is great. You know, we're going to help each other. So so thank you for being on. Safe Thank travels. you. Thank you. And I can't wait to spread the word about this. We'll get it out on EBW. And just thank yeah. you for your collaboration. And just uh, it's a joy to talk with you and, and do this work together. Thank you for having me. You too. Thank you, Ivy. Okay. Thank Feel better. You, too. Take care. Thanks, Jasmine. Bye. Bye. Bye.